everyone, and welcome back to the Vitalist Spark Podcast. On today's episode, we're talking healthcare, from access to kids care to the healthcare marketplace, which is currently having its open enrollment period. We have two highly knowledgeable guests joining us today, Claudia Maldonado from the Arizona Alliance for Community Health Centers, and our newest team member here at the Vitalist team, Anna Rossetti, Director of State Health Policy and Advocacy. So we're just gonna have a conversation about health insurance and what any Arizonan who might be curious about the health insurance marketplace or redetermination of Medicaid and figure out what kind of questions we can answer and hopefully provide some insights. And as always, push people to go to find out more information on coveraz.org. First thing we like to do here on the podcast, Anna, this is your first time. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully it won't be the last. There's a portion of this that ends up always being very policy involved. Marcus, your predecessor, hosted this podcast before I joined Vitalist. Without further ado, the first thing we like to do is have people introduce themselves. Anna, we'll let you go first. And then Claudia, if you could just tell us your name, current role, and how you got to be where you are today. Sure. Good morning, everyone. And it's my pleasure to be here. My name is Anna Rossetti, and I'm the Director of State Health Policy and Advocacy for Vitalist Health Foundation. So why I got here, I have been a public health professional for many years, close to 20 years, and much of that time was spent on delivering or administering programs that help improve access to health care for Arizonans, in particular those in rural, remote, and underserved areas in the state. So my role here at Biolist is to help advocate for and support initiatives policies or legislation that facilitate improved access to health care that include access to affordability of health insurance as well as quality health insurance coverage for Arizonans. And I'm excited that I'm participating in this podcast today. Thank you so much. Claudia, you're no stranger to the podcast. I think this is probably what your third time on here. But for those of the audience who may not know who you are, you can introduce yourself also. Of course, my name is Claudia Maldonado. I'm the Director of Outreach and Enrollment with the Arizona Alliance for Community Health Centers. My work involves understanding all things related to health insurance access, understanding how our programs work in the state, and how I started on this journey of health insurance access really, I think it really for me started when I began my career in the nonprofit world working with high-risk pregnant women, doing home visitation, and then realizing that, you know, healthcare is just such an important part of our lives and getting the opportunity to kind of step into this world of work through nonprofits. And now with the Alliance has just been really rewarding for me to help our community navigate what can feel like a very complex situation. Thank you, Claudia and Anna. Claudia, you were on the podcast earlier this year with Matt Jewett from Children's Action Alliance, which was then the impending public health emergency ending. And now we're referring to that as the Medicaid redetermination. Um, And we're all deep in this work, but I think for those in the audience who may not know what that means, can you tell us what it is and what it means for Arizonans? Absolutely. So during the pandemic, there were some flexibilities that were given to the states to ensure people maintained 
their health coverage. And so some of those flexibilities included making sure people would not lose their access or kids care coverage. And basically it meant that people were to stay on the services until we had a formal announcement saying, you know, the end of the public health emergency. And there were rules that were finally passed through Congress and earlier this year that finally kind of started that process to, we call it going back to the normal (laughs) or the norm where people typically would have had to go through a renewal process on a yearly basis. And so during the pandemic, they didn't really have to worry about that. And so now we find ourselves in a space where everyone who was on access or kids care is having to renew those benefits. And all of this started the 1st of April of this year. So We've been deep in this work since April, trying to make sure that people are renewing their benefits or if transitioning to other coverage if need be. And so digging a little bit deeper into that, if you are determined to not be eligible, what options do you have? So if I, you know, access tells me that all of a sudden now I make too much money and I no longer qualify, what should I do? Well, we want to remind people that there are other options for you. We hear still a lot of people think that there's only access and kids care as far as state health insurance programs, but there's another program that exists and it's the marketplace. And what we would want people to do is if they're no longer eligible for access or kids care coverage, that they move over to marketplace coverage. And so that is the biggest um, message that we have. And we want to let our community members know is that there's still another option out there for you. And we definitely want you to look into that by working with Cover Arizona. Now, let's dig a little bit into the history of what Cover Arizona is. Kylie, I think you've been involved with us for a while, but the Alliance for Community Health Centers has been involved since the inception of Cover Arizona. And so if you could give us a little bit of history as to how this began, it's been, what, almost 10 years since the coalition has been around and how it came to be and how it's evolved. Sure. So... Cover Arizona really was born out of the passage of the Affordable Care Act and understanding that the healthcare landscape in our state was going to be changing significantly. And so it was, you know, the brainchild of Vitalist Health Foundation and uh, some community stakeholders. And the Alliance was one of those stakeholders that we said, okay, let's, let's work together on Um, this important issue of how our landscape is changing as to healthcare. And most importantly, it was in line with funding that became available for the Navigator program. And the Navigator program is funded specifically to help people navigate the healthcare system, but more specifically 
the marketplace, which is an option that became available as a result of the Affordable Care Act. And so the work of the Alliance and the work of Vitalist and other important stakeholders really came together at that point to create a group um, and came up with the name Cover Arizona because our goal really is about reducing the number of uninsured and keeping our communities covered. Let's switch it over to Anna. For those who have been seeing a lot of ads, and I've been bombarded on social media, on NPR, on every radio station that I possibly turn my dial to, and on TV, whether it's from insurance companies, whether it's from healthcare.gov, Cover Arizona, what's the open enrollment period that I keep hearing about? And if I don't know what that is, what what does that mean? Sure. So an open enrollment period is um, a window of time that happens just once a year. And typically it happens around the fall time. And that is the window of time when people can sign up for health coverage or health insurance. That is also the time that you, if you're covered through your employer or through Medicare or through the Affordable Care Act, that is the time that you can adjust your coverage or your plan or cancel your health plan. So if you miss it, you may not, you may now have to wait another year until the next open enrollment period to make any changes or to sign up for health coverage. So it's really important that people pay attention to the open enrollment period because it is the opportunity for that year to be able to get healthcare coverage. And for those in the audience who may not know what that window is, when did open enrollment for the healthcare marketplace begin? When does it end? And Sure. So the for the Affordable Care Act, or often we refer to that as the marketplace, the open enrollment period actually began November 1st, and it will end on January 15th of 2024. Okay. So that might be a time when you might want to go on coveraz.org and schedule an appointment to speak with a navigator. So that moves us on to Claudia. You mentioned the navigators earlier. What is a navigator and what role do they play in the Cover Arizona Coalition? So the navigators in our state are really, they're funded through a federal grant and that grant allows them to become certified and licensed to assist the community in navigating their health uh, care options through the marketplace. And many of these navigators are have appointments available through the Cover AZ website. Uh, they can even call Cover Arizona at 1-800-377-3536 and, and make an appointment with a local navigator. And that navigator, we're very fortunate here in Arizona that our navigators are not only well-versed in the marketplace, but they're also well-versed in our access and kids care application process and the platform that we use here to apply for those services as well. Many people don't realize that there's different platforms for different programs, there's paperwork, there's all these things that are involved when you're navigating these various programs and CoverAZ just makes it really easy for the community because you can just make an appointment with the navigator, 
they can see you in person or over the phone, whatever's easier for you, and just walk you through the process and help you submit those applications and paperwork. And at the same time, you know, be an advocate for you and make sure that they're helping guide you and find that healthcare that makes the most sense for you and your family. And so these navigators know more than the average person about health insurance, right? And they get trained every single year on what the updates are on different plans on what this change. And there's this little nuance that was different last year. And they learn from all the healthcare plans themselves and they they find out all of these nuances. And, and so they can really help you navigate what the best option is for you, right? So if I have questions about, well, you know, I really want to stay within budget, but I want to get the best coverage that I can from, you know, the most bang for my buck, a navigator is going to be able to help me do that, right? Absolutely. That's really their intention is to sit down with you, go through those plans, have you ask those questions. We have to also understand many of our community members also have healthcare needs. They need to see a certain doctor or specialist and they have medications that they're taking. And so we take all of that information and help that individual or family make that decision that makes the most sense for them. And that's within their budget, right? Because that's the most important thing that it's affordable and accessible to them. Thank you. I think that helps cover what a navigator does. Anna, let's get a little controversial. Let's spice it up. Why is it essential for most people to have healthcare coverage? I personally think of a friend who's a realtor um, and he has a lot of income properties and he just, every time I tell him that he needs healthcare insurance, he just looks at me and says, well, I, you know, I, that doesn't matter to me, right? I have enough income. I have enough savings to, you know, cover anything that happens to me, which I think in theory for most people, when we're facing minor cuts or colds and flus, that might be the case, right? But we don't think about big ticket items that, you know, will send you to the hospital and, you know, could potentially bankrupt you if you're not prepared or covered. So why is it important for people to check into the healthcare marketplace to figure out what, understand what their options are. Sure. So I'm not sure about controversial really, but truly it is as simple as health insurance or healthcare coverage is really important. A lot of times people don't realize that they have a lot of options for healthcare coverage. And oftentimes, even if they make money or if they're employed, that there are healthcare coverage options for them. For people who don't have jobs, for example, or if they are low income, oftentimes people think that they cannot afford health care when in fact there are options out there through the marketplace or through the state Medicaid program access or kids care. And so if you have a family member, a friend or a coworker who has no insurance, for example, or on the fence about getting health coverage, it is important to talk to them about the whys. And what happens if they don't have health coverage? You mentioned about the high cost of health care, and that is exactly is it. Health insurance coverage protects individuals and families from any significant health care costs resulting from, for example, managing a chronic condition such as diabetes, heart disease, 
even cancer or, you know, any significant costs resulting from, say, an accident or an emergency room visits, a hospitalization, even basic healthcare services, right? For example, you have a child or you have a family member who needs vaccinations or, you know, you, you you, you need to see a doctor for preventative care or specialty care. Those all cost money. And with health insurance coverage, it's really, you know, they can save a little bit more from paying a full cost for those services. The other piece that I think I want to mention is that, you know, there's a lot of data there out there that suggests that people without health insurance are likely to go, likely to not visit their primary care doctor for preventative services. And what typically happens is that you know, for urgent medical conditions, those individuals without health coverage go to the ER for care. And and those are conditions that could easily be prevented in the first place in a regular office visit, right? So people don't realize the value of having health coverage. For example, if you go to an ER, the average cost for an ER visit is about $2,200 out of pocket without health insurance coverage versus a copay of between $50 to $150, $150 for an ER visit with insurance, right? But if you ended up in a hospital, an average cost of a hospital stay for one day is approximately $3,000 per day compared to a copay of only 20% or 30% of of that total amount with insurance. If you're pregnant, for example, without health insurance, you can expect to pay upwards to $16,000 for normal delivery compared to about 30 to 40% of that cost with insurance. And if you happen to have a C-section without healthcare coverage, you can pay $30,000 or more. And, you know, simple things like prescription drugs, right? You know, a lot of our, you know, individuals with chronic conditions, they have to be maintained with prescription medicines. And so if you don't have insurance, you can pay $100 or more for a 30-day supply of prescription versus paying a copay of about $10 to $40, you know? So truly health coverage is very important to reduce the healthcare costs for any individual or family. So for my friend out there (laughs) listening to the podcast, I'll make sure to shoot him this podcast (laughs) just for him. Have him listen. And and truly, this is why we're here. You know, Violas, in collaboration with the Arizona Alliance for Community Health Centers and Children's Action Alliance, that's the work that we're doing is not only to educate, increase awareness about the importance of healthcare coverage, but really get people access to healthcare so that they are safe and protected. And really, it's their path to health and wellness. Absolutely. And I think Anna brought up an excellent point about how much the cost is, you know, for an ER visit, a hospitalization, you know, labor and delivery, all of those situations are ones that our navigators sit down and talk to the community about, because we want to sit down with them and say, hey, 
what is the worst case scenario that can happen to you? And how much money is this going to cost you, right? And so going through those what if situations are really important to help a person want to understand how the insurance is going to work, and how much it's going to cost them and help them make that financial decision, you know, do I want to pay a higher monthly premium and then have lower out-of-pocket costs? Or am I okay paying a lower monthly premium and having a little bit maybe higher out-of-pocket costs? And so all of those discussions are happening with the Cover AZ Navigators because our goal really is to make sure that people are covered and that they also understand how to use their health insurance. And it's great to be a part of a statewide network and just a group of really committed individuals who are really there to help the community understand their healthcare options. Something that I just thought about that a lot of us don't think about is, is dental access. And some of these plans in the marketplace have dental coverage, right? So I think that's another thing that a lot of people might not think about and just go get a root canal and then you'll figure out that, you know, some dental insurance will definitely save you a lot of money. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And the marketplace health plans do come with dental. So it's a great option again, for people to, to review and, and access, right? They come with those preventative visits, right? That you would not have to pay for and um, all those preventative services. So it's, it's really t- to the benefit of the community to take advantage of these programs and these services that exist. Because obviously, if we are not well, we cannot take care of ourselves, we cannot take care of our families and loved ones around us. So it's really important for us. And I think I want to add to that too. If your health and if you're well and healthy, I think that you know, you can be a productive individual as well. And that's really important, right? And we talk about, you know, economics and, you know, not being able to work because you're not well, you know, that all impacts your ability to be able to be productive and uh, get a job. And it's really important for those out there who know someone who's not insured or maybe on the fence of getting healthcare coverage you know, be an advocate for them and let them know why it's really important for them to seek health insurance, either through their employer, through the state Medicaid program, through the marketplace, or really directly through the health plans, because, you know, you're not just protecting yourself, you're also protecting your family members. That's great. That's a great point. I think that's something that, you know, you might save yourself $50 a month, but what's it going to cost you, right? And what's it really going to lead to, right? Mm-hmm. I think things that could easily be preventable, like you've mentioned, could easily turn into chronic conditions that, you know, will impact not only your health, but your ability to work. And that just has all kinds of ripple effects into your life. I wanted to circle back on access and kids care because that's something that I don't want to I don't want to lose. If I was one of those people who had access or kids care throughout the pandemic and then 
I, for some reason, did not check my mail or I moved and did not find out that, you know, I had to turn in some paperwork and be redetermined. And I've been told that I'm no longer eligible. I have a little bit of a grace period to make sure that I can get back on access in case I still qualify, right? So how does that work? So what access has done is they have, they've really um, worked hard to make sure that there are as many um, avenues for people to um, reapply and have a grace period um, if they did not submit their paperwork on time. So what happens uh, currently is that if you are unfortunately one of those people that maybe didn't check their mail or like you had said, you know, they moved and then they come to find out when they're at the pharmacy or the doctor's office that they no longer have coverage. If it's within the 90 days of being discontinued from access or kids care, you can go back into the system and the system that we use here in this in the state is called Healthy Arizona Plus. You can go back in there. It's an electronic platform that you can apply within and you can basically hit a button and you won't be considered a new applicant. They'll just consider the information that they have in the system on you and you can get redetermined basically. You won't have to start from scratch. So that's an important flexibility that we have right now during this time as access is expected to finish out all of these renewals come March of the end of March of next year, which is quickly approaching, believe it or not, (laughs) it'll be here before we know it. So right now there is some of that flexibility for people that grace 90 day grace period for them to go back into the system, the healthy Arizona plus system, or if you want to call them, you can call them too. And you can, you know, kind of go, you can go through that redetermination process a little bit easier. So we want to make sure that people understand that. And again, if they want to go through that process or they need some help, please Cover Arizona is here to help you. We want to make sure that you are connected appropriately. And our navigators, like I said, they're all across the state. They speak multiple languages they have appointments available over the phone or in person. So there's just so much help out there that is just waiting for you to call. Thank you, Claudia. I wanted to make sure that people, if you're one of the 383,000 people who have been redetermined or, you know, been discontinued off access or kids care, you might still fall within that 90 day window. So, or maybe it's a family member, right? Just check in with them and say, Hey, is your access coverage still good? If not, maybe just talk to somebody and make sure it is because we don't want to have people go through that really long process again. So ensuring that portion of it. All right. So we've talked about the healthcare marketplace. We've talked about access. We've talked about kids care. We've talked about the importance of coverage. And while we might be saving a few pennies here, it might turn into a lot of dollars of medical costs. So what else have we missed? Is there anything else we've missed or you all want to highlight? I would also highlight that Cover Arizona and the Navigators 
they work with families all across the state with so many types of different situations. And so if somebody, for whatever reason, is not eligible for any type of health insurance program, for whatever reason, they are also able to refer them to a community health center. And our community health centers across the state have also a sliding fee scale program that they might be eligible for. Because what we all, you know, as Anna said, we're the emergency room is the most expensive doctor's office that you can visit. <laughs> and, you know, that cost, we rather save those dollars, right, for something else and maybe go to that, you know, that provider or that community health center that is down the street from you that can give you that same service that you were maybe seeking from or thinking about seeking from the emergency room, unless it's a real emergency situation. So just want to let people know that Cover Arizona is here. We just really want to make sure that people have some sort of coverage and access to health care and we're the experts in this, so just reach out to us, and we just want to keep everyone as healthy as possible. And like I said, I'm just so grateful to the Navigator community because they are doing amazing work, and they're really committed to making sure that people understand their options. So my call to action for everyone listening in the podcast is really, again, being an advocate, right? If you have you know, someone you know who is needing assistance with navigating health insurance coverage, tell them to go to the Cover Arizona website. We have a website and it's coveraz.org or you can call 1-800-377-3536 and you can uh, talk to someone to get started with the process. The other piece too that I think I really want to emphasize here is that you know, it's really, it's really up to you to take care of your health care. Right? Nobody else will but yourself, right? So if you're listening and you're currently uninsured, do yourself a big favor and help yourself get health insurance coverage. It is for your own good and it's, it is for your own safety and the safety of those around you. Great. Thank you both. I think I want to throw in a plug for something that we're that are, it's currently in the works, but we're working on it, right? And we're gonna try to put together some events across the state so that people who are not covered can come down to these events that we're planning. So be on the lookout for information from, from Vitalist, from the Alliance. We'll try to get it out as far and wide as we can so that those community members who are currently not enrolled can work with navigators and, and get enrolled as as fast as possible at these large-scale community events. So be on the lookout for those. But Anna and Claudia are, are working to, to plan those out. Thank you both for joining us on the podcast. Hopefully the audience has learned a little bit about CoverAZ and the importance of healthcare insurance and why we should all be covered. And we'll see you again on the podcast, I'm sure. So, thank you. Thank you, Thank Sergio. you, Sergio. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you, Anna. Bye.